up, guys? It's your boy, Jerry D, back at it again for yet another episode of this lovely Hornets Burst podcast. High Burst, to be exact. I'm sorry. Well, guys, hope everything's well with you guys. Me, by the way, just been coasting, you know, covering these games as always, creating content as always. But there's a lot to cover since I did last week uh, an interview on a Timberwolves videographer, Josh Inglet. If you guys didn't listen to that one, go check that out to hear his story and how he got his start. Make sure that you follow him on all the different social media pages that he mentioned. His stuff is awesome, man. It's, it just looks amazing. But we did kind of take a little hiatus from Hornet stuff. And in that week, there was a lot going on, including James Booknight just exploding off the bench for the Hornets as his like real first long stretch of run of playing time that he actually received, dropping a career-high 24 points, obviously, after he scored 15 points combined in all of his games. So... That's like huge news and huge, just a huge confidence boost for somebody that's not even legal in, like, you know, enough to drink, obviously, can't even go out to some parties or clubs, you know, stuff that people around my age group like him would want to do, possibly. Maybe not in COVID, but either way, it was it was a great sight to see, especially with the Hornets missing. I believe it was seven to nine players just from a health and safety protocols, including their starting backcourt at that time with LaMelo and Terry Rozier. So real big shout out to James Booknight for just putting on that type of show and actually getting those guys over the hump to to get that like a decent amount of wins last week. It meant a lot to the organization for sure. But now, of course, they're not going to really see the floor as much because a lot of these guys that were in health and safety protocols or had just a couple unrelated COVID-19 like illnesses like P.J. Washington and Nick Richards, they're all starting to work their way back into the lineup now including Terry Rozier. So what does that mean for the young guys like James Booknight, who obviously balled out, JT Thor had a big game, Kai Jones saw the floor a little bit. What does that mean for them? Well, to answer my own question, since I don't have a guess right now, it's going to mean that they're going to have to just suck it up. That's like the short answer. The long, the long answer for them, they just have to continue to remain patient. It's just not their time yet. They haven't played their way into the rotation where JB feels comfortable enough to have them play, you know, extended minutes while everybody's available. Guys like Terry Rozier, Kelly Oubre, Cody Martin, LaMelo, all four of those guys are are huge for this team's success. And JB knows it. And hell, as a professional now, James Booknight probably knows it too. But his time is coming. And we know that he has loads of potential after seeing him flash it. Everybody was thinking that was a bust of a pick, um, taking him at 11th in a past draft, but he showed out and he showed why he belongs in this league. But for now, he just has to stay patient. Same thing with JT Thor. He was really taking that spot of PJ Washington and uh, Jalen McDaniels, soaking up those minutes as a good on ball and off ball defender, good weak side blocker, trying like his three point stroke to use some work. But I like the fact that he's actually attempting to take them. You know, like I don't want you to just sit on a three point line, get left wide open. And if you can't hit the shot, you know, make him respect it. You have to try to hit it. And, you know, unlike some people named Ben Simmons in Philadelphia, with the trade deadline still heating up on him, but his whole situation's all because he doesn't have the confidence to shoot the basketball. So seeing a young rookie do that, whether he's making or missing it, I like him to take an open shot. Then maybe that's just me. But his defense is what kept him on the court. His highlight, his highlight plays is that athleticism. Like JT Thor could be a very special defender, along with James Booknight, gifted offensive player. Kai Jones, we haven't seen much of yet. But he even looks like he can be something in this league. He just, like JB said in the press conference about him, 
Kai Jones is just, he's high motor, high energy. He's always moving. And we saw that when he got his minutes on the court. So the young guys, shout out to them. They really look like they could be something special. To move on, though, like we did mention, I did talk about the COVID players that was coming back and the illness players. So Terry Rozier has been making his comeback. He looks strong already. He looks like he's he's getting his footing under him. Sure, he hasn't bust out for a big 20-point game, but he's getting his legs back under him. And I like I like how he looks on and off the ball, whether it's moving without and just trying to cut to the basket and be a slasher, or he's just moving off the screens, catching the ball, and just trying to get some shots up. Like He still looks like he's trying to get his legs back under him a little bit, but he looks pretty decent, a lot better than what some people who come back from having COVID look like. So I'm happy for Terry Rozier to be back out on the floor and actually see what he's going to be capable of. But again, it's still a work in progress, and they still are without LaMelo. At the date of this podcast, though, it is Friday, and they actually play Portland later. So LaMelo could make his return possible. But anyway, the other COVID players that did get to play against the Spurs a couple of days ago was uh, Jalen McDaniels and Mason Plumley, both guys who mean a lot for this team, key rotation players, especially Mason Plumley being the anchor of the defense. And we saw him do just that. Mason Plumley isn't out there to get you 15 points and 20 rebounds or whatever. He's just out there to be a presence and be a force and alter shots around the rim. The Hornets do obviously more game rebounding. So from Miles, from LaMelo, from Terry, if he can get in there, it's it's a whole group effort for rebounding. Mason Plumley doesn't have to dominate that end of the floor. It definitely helps if he does, but his presence out there defensively was felt. And that's why at one point when they were playing the Spurs on the 15th, I believe, they had them down by 30. They were up on the on the Spurs by 30, but like probably going into the third quarter. So kudos to them for getting all those guys back in and kudos to the players for actually just being able to stay in some type of shape and actually play some meaningful minutes against, you know, a well-coached Spurs team. Even though the record might not show it, they're still one of the one of the sleepier teams in the league that can get a win, especially in their own building. But the highlight of that game has to be mentioned. And that was definitely Gordon Hayward's season-high 41 points. His career-high is 44. So it was just three points shy of what, what could have just made, you know, an historic night for him individually. And Gordon Hayward has been a driving force for this team with all those guys gone. Him and Miles Bridges both have kept the ship, the ship afloat. But Gordon Hayward has shown a lot of patience and poise, just trying to get, trying to get that type of night, who is able to actually just get a shot to not get knocked down, shoot a ridiculous percentage from the field. I believe he shot 15 for 19 that game from the field, and he only missed one three-pointer. So, like, Gordon Hayward is the, is the constant force for this team. He's the steady, the steady diet that they need to stay afloat. Miles Bridges is still doing Miles Bridges type of things. He almost had a triple-double, 19 points, eight rebounds, and eight assists. He always looks good most of the time, but Gordon Hayward has to be the constant threat. If he's consistent, even when all the guys get back, the Hornets could be a lot for a playoff team. And at the point of this recording, they're currently six in the in the East right now at 16 and 14. So they can definitely hold on to that spot. The East is probably the better conference this year between that and the Western Conference, but it's possible. They're well coached. They're deep. They play the right way. And not only that, they get out of transition and just run and gun. And once they get LaMelo back, which is hopefully very soon, the team could really just take a whole nother leap. LaMelo's obviously an all-star caliber type of player. He's averaging around 20 points, seven rebounds, and seven assists. The man is is spectacular. And he, I'm kind of surprised, honestly, that the team was able to stay afloat. Missing that many guys, you would think that they would be directly at 500 or well below it. But being 16 and 14, maybe people scoff at that, but 
that's pretty damn good for a team that's missing. They they were missing their starting backcourt, their backup point guard in Smith. So you got Cody Martin playing point for it for the Hornets. And yeah, back in the body, he did play point guard along with his brother, Caleb Martin. But still, that's not his natural position in the league. But he, he did his job along with splitting time with Gordon Hayward at the point. They they did what they had to do. And of course, you would like them to be better and be well above 500. But being two games and being locked in at the six seed right now, it's impressive. And hats off to JB for, for actually keeping that streak alive and going going for it. This Western Conference road trip that they're on right now, they dropped the first game in Dallas, but they just beat San Antonio, which I just highlighted. So it's a six-game trip. They play Portland tonight on Friday, December 17th. So should be a good one. Damian Lillard. You know, no C.J. McCollum out there, but they still have a pretty good team. And Robert Covington, uh, Nasir Little, Yusuf Nurkic, Larry Nance, those guys. Well, coach, it looks like Bill Ups is first-year coach, but he's doing his thing. He's trying to keep these guys afloat despite all the trade rumors that are floating around them. But now that everything's finally coming together for the Hornets, they're finding a rhythm, and they actually look like they're they're starting to gel despite missing all those guys. So, yeah, it's going to be a little bit of a regelling process to work those guys back into the rotation and stuff like that but it should be a flawless thing nobody's selfish on the team everybody has like their egos in check good locker room guys it seems like with gordon and terry kelly Ubri, everything everything seems like it's very it's, it's synchronized everybody synchronizes with each other it's a big kumbaya party out there so very excited for what the hornets have going on uh that's it for this episode of High Burst right here. You know, I like to keep it short and sweet. That's why it's called High Burst, baby. Everybody have a good one. Thanks for listening.